Welcome back to King's Kitchen Podcast, episode four. I'm joined here today by my dear friend, <laughs> TC. How are you doing today, TC? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm I'm alive as much as I can ask for in these troubled hey, times. <laughs> so, um, I heard you have a lot of stories to get into today. That's why I invited you here. Only because you have stories, not because I think you're an interesting person. I actually don't like talking to you very much. Um, you kind of have this thing you do where, like, you talk like you think that I care you exist. Um... Well, I'm glad we're being honest. I can just leave, you um, know. I mean, yeah, you could, but I did lock the door to the studio. Not nothing I can't kick down. You, you, you Navy can training will give that to you. Um, you know what? We can, we can, we can test your metal against my metal door. Um, that's up to you. You could do that. You could tell a story. I mean, at this point, I, it, it, the the ball's in your court. I guess I'm telling stories, Ben, since right. I'm locked here against my will. Take yeah. notes, viewers. If I ever disappear, this is why. Yeah, if they ever figure out my true identity and where I am, they'll be able to help you, I'm sure, in a <laughs> jiffy. <laughs> but yeah, I guess um, I do have a lot of stories to tell in my five years in the Navy. Um what do you want? Lighthearted stories, dark stories. Start from have, the beginning. I have a lot. From the beginning. Okay. Um, well, when I first joined, which was back in, I think, 2014, I believe, or 16, somewhere around there. Uh, my first assignment was on the Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> what are you writing down? No. What? Okay. What? What are you taking notes? Um. Yes. May I ask why? No. Okay. <laughs> uh. So I was assigned to the ship, the Abraham Lincoln. Uh. It was stationed in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh. At the time, I it was in the shipyard, so she wasn't really up and running. So we had to do a lot of maintenance and all of that stuff so the days were pretty boring there wasn't a lot there's not a lot my job can do on the land mm -hmm. uh, so but I'm a quartermaster um, and we pretty much are human GPS's is what they call us uh, because we pretty much just keep track of the ship make sure the ship doesn't get oh you're cutting out sorry Sorry, uh, you um, you phased out of existence there for like 20 seconds. Can you go back to the part where you said you're a, a walking compass? Yeah. <laughs> That's even better. Uh, but yeah, so QMs are pretty much a walking compass. Uh, mm -hmm. We basically navigate the ship. We have our little charts, which is pretty much a map that we take points on. Um, so you can imagine being shore side there's not a lot for us to do so for the first two years of my navy career we were stuck on a broken ship doing nothing mm -hmm. uh, well no i'll take that back we cleaned up after very dirty shipyard workers like they are absolutely dirty disgusting. boys I, yeah and girls both they're both disgusting i just call dirty uh, people dirty boys <laughs> Uh, the worst that I've ever picked up from a shipyard worker, uh, we have these things called birthings where we sleep, and so that's like our personal space. Wait, let me stop you there. Birthings, uh -huh. as in B I R T H I N G. No, birthing, as in B E R T H I N G. I think you just spelled the same word. No, you said B-I, right? What did you say? <laughs> that, you know, you know, carry on, carry on, carry on. Birthing, B-E-R-T-H-I-N-G. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Uh, so we pretty much sleep there, and we have our racks, which is like a twin-size space with a mattress on top of it, and mm. that's where we sleep. That's where we keep our livelihood, Bodies. everything. 
um, yeah, so the shipyard workers thought it was a good idea to pee in bottles and hide them in the, like, the, the we have, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but there's, like, rails on the walls. So they thought it was a good idea to just hide those in the cracks of the birthing. And the day that we had to go and clean that, we found 20 piss bottles just, just sitting there, rotting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And we always wondered why. <laughs> we always wondered why it was like pissy whenever we went in there, but we just assumed that the ship was dirty, so we never thought anything of yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't think you were literally uh, smelling no. urine. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was literally urine bottles mm. just hiding in the crevices. So that was fun, um, but it gets better. My first deployment was actually down to South America. Uh, we went to Valparaiso, Chile, which is a very beautiful place. Uh, it's really artsy. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of look like they're stuck in the 1950s, like buildings-wise, well, architecture-wise. Like yeah, Wanda it's Vision. very... <laughs> well, it has been seen WandaVision, but yeah, I would assume so. Uh, but it's it's a very, very beautiful place. I had a good time there. Um, taking care of drunk people. Mm. It's not fun. Noble work. <laughs> Especially with, yeah, you're always the, I'm always the designated, I guess, driver, but not driving because we weren't allowed to drive. Babysitter. Um, babysitter, yes. So that was me taking care of like grown people. <laughs> and so we had this one girl, uh, she got she got messed up. Messed up. Like she couldn't even walk down Waste. the street and we had uh, she we were trying to get her across the street and she was screaming at the cars and like they're screaming back at her in Spanish and she's just like <laughs> shouting vulgarities at them and i'm just like they don't even understand you just get out of the street please oh i thought she was talking in espanol oh no 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 they were talking to her in spanish and giving us the finger Mm. and saying i i did recognize one line and it said that we hate you effing americans Mm. and i was like okay we need to (laughs) we need to leave time to file out one by one (laughs) yes please let's go so we get back to the pier and she um love pier so we have the (laughs) so she tries to go up the the ladder well and she's having a hard time and so she somehow missed it and she like tumbled back Mm. and i had to kill her and guess who fell down with her (sighs) little five foot girl trying to (laughs) this six foot tall woman from (laughs) falling Ooh-wee. So I felt, yeah. So we tumbled down the stairs together. It was such a romantic moment, I have to say. <laughs> Touching, <laughs> I'm sure. Very. We bonded that night. But anyway, mm. uh, so the military police ended up coming, and I had to explain to them why she was unconscious, and she after that they took her and I went to bed with a raging headache and I told myself I was not taking care of any more drunk people the rest of the deployment because I almost died <laughs> valid opinion um, so that was chill mm-hmm. um, and then we went to Brazil uh, Rio, de, Rio de Janeiro uh, that was probably my favorite place to be just because um, I, I stuck to my promise I was not taking care of drunk people mm-hmm. uh, but we went hiking and we hiked up to Christ the Redeemer and it was a very mm-hmm. I don't I can't find the word it was it was a beautiful experience I have to mm-hmm. say um, uh, I don't even know I can't even describe it just because like I've never hiked before so just going through that experience was pretty was pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, the mountain is very very steep so and I'm not in like the best of shape despite you know people thinking military people are in the best shape of their lives they, they're not <laughs> we're not we're, I can promise you um, so it was a bit 
competitive. It was exhausting for sure, but once we got to the top, it was just it was it was cool. I have to say it was pretty cool. Um, and then I think the rest of that deployment, we kind of just fooled around in the ocean. We did donuts in the water. That's pretty much what we do. If we don't have a port stop, we just pretty much do donuts. See how fast we can go. Oh my gosh. And turn the ship around and do it. <laughs> and try not to hit anything while you're doing it. Um, and so that was that. And then mm-hmm. I was put on another ship called uh, we call them amphibious amphibious ships and pretty much what those are is that they're able to sail but they are also able to like pull up to shore and stuff and kind of just sit there without running aground so Mm -hmm. and we sit the marines and gosh they are I don't like the Marines. <laughs> they're just greedy little teenagers. They're, that's pretty much what they are, especially when they're on that type of ship. Sounds like or whatever. the Coast Guard. They, uh, hmm. Coast Guard. Don't like them either. They're supposed to be our brothers, but... Well, and you fades out of existence there. And yeah. the Middle East is threatening us. <laughs> um, see... You were talking, and all of a sudden you weren't here for like a solid 10 seconds. It was right after you started commenting on the Coast Guard. Hello? Uh, Well, I won't say anything for because they're not important. Fair enough. Um, It's kind of interesting how you're choosing to talk to a great, even though I'm right in front of you. It's, uh, well, it's very grating. I mean, well, I mean, what what can I what what do you expect? Um, I I will you I will reveal something to here. you. I will reveal something to you. This is we're actually on a ship right now. Believe it or not, um, oh. I just you know I thought that this was going to be kind of a nice experience where I wasn't going to have to threaten you and like I was going to just reveal it part way through. Um, so I mean, you're not really in any position to leave. There's still we're still in the we're in the middle of the ocean. Um, uh, so, but we can, well, you know, if you want, we can like kind of walk on deck. Like you can't go anywhere, but we can still like, you know, I'm sure you like sea salt air. Yeah. Well, I am a salty dog. So. All right. Uh, so I would hey. love to walk there. <laughs> Speaking of salty dogs, um. The first, right around, around when we first met, who, believe it or not, people, I also met this person through Kill Bill the Rapper. Um, yeah. I had retweeted a song, well, not directly. I had retweeted a song, well, I had tweet, I had posted a post, a very, uh, rather, I guess you could say, narcissistic, not narcissistic. What's the, what do you call someone who thinks that they're like, their opinion on music is the final word? A gatekeeper? Sure. Let's just say I I posted (laughs) something and I said, this song is a reason that I don't find my music from the radio anymore. And it was the song Devil Man by Kill Bill, Rav, and Square, and Who We. Is that a banger? I'll probably use it as the outro of this so people can hear it. Um, It's one of my favorite songs. It really slaps. And then Bill did me the courtesy of retweeting it. And then somehow the universe had TCC that, and she liked it or retweeted it. I think she re- you retweeted it, right? Yeah, both. And then what I do, because at the time I was a greedy little follower hunter, is when somebody <laughs> retweets something I, that I do or likes something that I do, I'll go and look at their profile, see if we have any overlap, if they have any posts that in any way relate to me, and I'll go and comment on it and be like, hey, cool, you did a thing person and then followed them and hope they follow me back so i was doing that and then i was like i don't recognize anything here but what am i look at this game here it looks kind of interesting it's like this yeah. these beautiful visuals and i found out it was final fantasy online 14 and the yes. reason that this game um reminds me of sea dogs is because <laughs> 
so TC introduces me to this game. You start playing, and I see a trailer where there's some dude in like a cool wizard hat, and like he's got a staff. And I'm like, man, I want to be a guy with a staff that zaps people and bonks people. And she's like, ooh, it sounds like you want to be a, was it a black mage? Is that what you said? Arcanist. Arcanist. So I, yeah. so Arcanists, they use, um, they use books to cast spells. I'm like, okay, already <laughs> not one thing that I was hoping I could be. And then in this game, your class determines what map you start in because there's like three different main worlds. Is that correct? Yes. And um, I ended up in Pirate Town. <laughs> and if you know anything about me from last episode, I like the forest. I'm not particularly fond of beaches or pirates. So um, it was an experience, to be sure. And as soon as I go out into what's supposedly the open world, oh, finally, some green, it's just a giant plane and planes are probably my second least favorite biome to be in so i enjoyed the game at its core you know the, the base of it it was fun to play with tc who i just met um there was an instance where we were in said field and there are these things called raids where a random mob will be an enemy and the guards that area will come and fight them for some reason a lost sheep was the subject of one of these raids, and I saw a spectacle to behold with the yellow jacket-clad guards of said pirate town running into a field with a like with something on their mind, like, we need to do something, and then just slaughtering sheep. And I'll, be, I'll specify for you, there are wild sheep... And there are lost sheep, which come from a farm up the hill that someone owns. <laughs> they were slaughtering someone's runaway sheep. I don't know how long I laughed, but I was crying. Tears. <laughs> and they weren't stopping. After the raid was long done, I was probably still rolling on the ground. So that's all I well, have to say. Well, adventurers have to start somewhere. Yeah. Everything's um, everything's not all peaches and roses. Sometimes you gotta slaughter some lost sheep to right. teach a farmer a lesson. So that the guards will pay me money no. for helping them do that. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and you know, it, it's funny. the The best part about the game is that they didn't even try to pretend like it wasn't little things you don't want to do. They said, and one guy said to me, well, you see, laddie, sometimes when you're starting out, it's going to be a lot of running here and running there and giving people things. And boy, was he telling the truth. And when I was killing something, <laughs> it didn't feel too good because sometimes there was lost sheep or a giant docile rock creature that wanted to be left alone. So, you know, I might come back someday to come back to Pirate Town, which I just, every day I was just like, just you wait, I'm going to go big and leave this town. Everyone was like, ha ha, <laughs> sure, laddie, sure you are. <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. Once you started Harry. Limsa, you, you never leave. <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry, and I like it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, let's get out of Pirate Town quickly while we can. Um, I mean, we're still on a ship, so I guess we haven't gone well, too far. Enough. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's no escaping it. It's I no told escaping. you. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I will say that while I am not in the Navy, I have gone hiking. Um, that's all I was gonna say. Just kidding. Um. <laughs> so I didn't get to go too much into it last time with Lauren, actually. I told the one story of the miscellaneous, possibly kangaroo-ass creature that ran out to my tent in the middle of the night. But, yeah, um, scared you half to death. Yeah, I was... Whew, that was an experience. 
But I didn't explain too much about what I was doing there. I just kind of said I was in the middle of the woods. Could have been doing anything. Right. Could have been any year. Any year any before. Any year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it was actually what we were doing was, so it was the Student Conservation, I said that last time, I said it again, Student Conservation Association called the SCA, and we were working on placing stepping stones on part of the Appalachian Trail because what happens is when using a trail, well, rather when a lot of people are using a trail a lot, the part you walk on gets lower than the ground around it. And that's where the right. water settles when it rains. And in clay soil, mm-hmm. the water either sits on top or it creates a lot of mud, neither of which are places people want to walk. So naturally they walk right. around them. So since they're doing that, it, it basically makes the trail bigger, destroying more habitat. So the idea was we'd be placing stepping stones um, along the trail, but these weren't like you're like you go to Home Depot and buy some stepping stones. Oh, no. We were digging for large, flat rocks in the ground, and not quite flat, like just flat enough that you could walk mm-hmm. on one end of it, one side of it, and digging the hole putting the rock in after placing small rocks and mineral soil, which we also dug out of the ground to make sure they stay in place. I will say finding an uprooted tree and mining mineral soil out from underneath it with a um, pickmatic, which is basically a pickaxe for digging. It's a little bit wider. Felt pretty cool. Felt like I was mining for Mining for gold or coal or something like the yeah like the dwarves with the the, the snow <laughs> the snow white person. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard the original of that? Of Snow White. Yeah, the original written version of that. I mean, I I know most Disney stories have a dark background, but I don't think I went very much in detail with Snow White. Yeah, it was. Um, pretty interesting the the queen Mm -hmm. actually tried to kill her like three times and the third time it wasn't that the apple put her to sleep it was that it like got stuck in her throat and was poisonous which made her not wake up which is weird and it wasn't because the guy kissed her it's because it like jostled the poisoned apple out of her throat and then rather than no 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 the piece of an apple (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wait a second who yeah. are you <laughs> I make jokes sometimes they, they may not be funny but I try <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, continue so uh, I'm gonna cut that out um, <laughs> the <laughs> The, um, oh, right, yeah. So in the movie, they just kind of chase her, the dwarves, I assume with intent to kill. And they chase her, and then she ends up on the side of a cliff, and then lightning strikes, and she falls. And karma gives her what she deserves. Well, in the book, she the, the prince who has met her before, I believe, brings her back, and she tells everyone what the queen did. And then the queen is forced to stand in metal boots with embers and dance until she dies. So uh, okay. they like to serve in justice the old-fashioned way in the, the old the old texts. Yes, so. Moving on. Um, I just <laughs> love spending time in the woods, and that whole experience was like my favorite thing that I've like ever done. Just being out there in the woods every single day, except we went back to town like one day in the middle to get more. Well, we had gone back to our trucks to get supplies, but then we went into town just because we already had to hike back to our trucks and did our laundry for the the literal one time that we would ever do it the whole time we were there for a month. I guess I'm kind of blowing that up a bit. But, um, yeah, I just loved it. We had our, our food stored in bear bags, which were tied up into the trees, they called bear bags because they keep them away from bears. <laughs> and I actually learned a lot of knots that summer that um, I cannot remember a single one of now, which makes me feel a little 
little s- small, so they don't have to tie a lot of knots. And I just, whenever I see someone else tie a lot of knots, I'm like, oh boy, could have been me. Could have been me. And it's also funny because another way I might have learned how to tie knots and remembered it was Boy Scouts. But my experience with Boy Scouts was uh, the guy told me he was going to get me my badge for doing the first stuff, like the cub badge or something, literally the first one you can get. And uh, every, what was it, bi week that he forgot, uh, I'd go and ask him, he's like, oh, I forgot to do it again. And that happened month after month. And then I guess I was just building up a bit of um, negative energy towards Mr. Yeah. Scout himself. Mm-hmm. But uh, by, the, so that by the time that me and Dad couldn't make it to one meeting, I just stopped going altogether. I had yeah. a work... Where I guess it was supposed to be like a, a wooden toolbox I was working on that I never finished, that I kept for years and just stored things in, even though it was very small. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I could have learned how to tie knots there, too. But um, they, Mr. Scout failed me. <laughs> well, I mean, you can join the Navy. The Navy can teach you how to tie knots. Mm. We do that all the time. <laughs> do tell. Okay, so, um, I, well, it's not part of my job, but we work closely with them. And it's the boatswain mates, DMs, and they can tie, like, a really, really good knot. And uh, they actually used to embroid uh, the stairwells with this French knot. Mm. Um, Yeah, and it would lead up to the CEO's cabin, so it was real fancy looking, and they would paint it um, whenever we needed them to tie down. So we have, like, a flag voice that we would fly whenever we're out to sea fly different signal flags and stuff like that so we would call on them to come up and tie the knots because you don't want your lines tie the knot flying around (laughs) oh (laughs) that's actually funny because we have a very close relationship with with bns so we would get them to come up there tie the knot because of course when you're going 60 knots an hour you don't want the lines flopping around and yeah, so fifteen you can knots an hour. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fast. <laughs> That's yeah, probably it's a lot of knots. <laughs> well, knots are our, I guess, I guess that's equivalent to miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot. Yeah, so we, I cannot both ways. <laughs> but yeah, and knots—they're great. Yeah, tying them—I've heard. <laughs> I highly recommend it. <laughs> you don't um, want your shoelaces to come untied, you know. No. I'm glad Spongebob taught me how to do that. <laughs> how did the song go? It was, uh, oh gosh. You loop-de-loop and pull, and your shoes <laughs> are looking good. We're going to get copyright <laughs> strikes for, this, for that one. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Another person who taught me about knots was, um, oh, what was it for? Captain Knuckles from Flapjack. Knuckles. When he went to the knot festival without Flapjack, and then he came back in a drunken stupor, assumedly from syrup. And, <laughs> and then he was like, are you taking me to the knot festival? And then he was like, oh, I'll later. And then I think Bubby probably threatened his life or something, so we took him there. And then some guy was like, hey, Slipknot, slip it in a slide in. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I wasn't just here earlier. <laughs> yeah, that was a, I love the puns. Flapjack was just a gem, a gem of a show. It was, I agree. How can these hands <laughs> assist you? He was probably my favorite character. When I get he the syrup in me, I get a little handsy. handsy. <laughs> 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 yeah, then also the cat. Like, it just looked normal. And then it like, did a zoom up and it's just like... Oh. And it has like teeth, like razor 
sharp coming from all angles of its mouth unnaturally. That yeah. came out of like a nightmare. nightmare I mean, nightmare, the nightmare. whole show kind of, the art style is a bit of a nightmare in itself. So <laughs> it's kind of fair. Yeah. Man, there were some, there were some things to behold in that show. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Speaking of port, I think we're coming into land right now. Oh, I want to brace okay. yourself for landing. Get a little bit of a brace for landing. Turbulence. This is not a plane. <laughs> um, I don't see you captaining the ship, her. Missy. Okay, well, let me get behind the wheel. Oh, so we can oh Fred, no! Look. <laughs> Why would you throw him in the water like that? Well, I guess someone was impatient. <sighs> I guess that's our key to get off. Yeah. Um, you know, Fred had a family. Mm. You just pushed him right into the rudders. I think Fred will be okay. You see, you see that um, bloody patch of water back there? That's, no, that's, that's Fred. That's just, no, 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 that's no, Fred. No, I, I think we hit a dolphin. Hmm. Yeah. I see his hat floating on top of it. No. No. Well, I guess what you are the, 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 what, the, the deck master. I haven't, I take no responsibility. No, thank you. I was just trusting your expertise that it's not his hat sitting over a pool of blood. It, it's not his hat. You're just seeing things. It's it's the salt water. It's, it's the salt. Deep. Yeah. Ah, oh, I should have known. <laughs> I drank like two cups of that. Yeah, see, you're not supposed to drink it. Oh, so okay. I just Duh. thought that I heard salt's good for you. So I no. just figured, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. But here we are. Um, might as well get off the boat now. I mean, like it's it's useless now. We hit a rock. Um, there's a hole in the shell. The 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 hull, I think hull? it's called. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and um, you know, I mean, we were coming here anyway. We just don't have a way back now. Um, so I we'll guess we might as well just start walking. They can fix it. Well, we trust them. Um. Oh, but. You know, these woods, that kind of remind me of this game that we play. Oh? Yeah. Um, a game that you kind of introduced me to, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Even we started at the same time. Sky? Yeah, Sky. <laughs> Children of the Light. Highly recommended. Um, I will put, um, uh, hashtag spoilers! in front of it, <laughs> because according to their community, even talking about where a location is located is a capital letters, hashtag spoiler, hashtag spoiler, hashtag timeline, spoiler warning, redacted, redacted <laughs> information. If you go into the Discord, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Fair but, warning. go on, introduce the listeners <laughs> to Sky. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Sky is, um, so, it's very similar to the other game I was telling you about. Journey? Journey? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's literally the same thing. Like, mm. the only difference is that you make friends in Sky and you can actively stay with your friends, versus in Journey, you can meet someone and you can travel with them, but you can't actually befriend them. They 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 choose whether or not to go on the journey with you. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's not like going up to someone and harassing them about, hey, light me up, I'm a shadow, I have this candle for you. <laughs> Yo, light me up! <laughs> light me up, bro, let's go! <laughs> uh, but no, it's not like that. Um, it... But the whole concept of like the flying, the some of the enemies are also in um, Journey. Um, yeah, just the whole concept. No, no context, no text. It's all visual emotions. Mm -hmm. What you take out of it, and uh, but Journey, I also highly recommend because it's, it is a very, very beautiful game. Uh, it takes you on a journey. It's That's a journey. <laughs> yeah. And I will say when I first played it, 
uh, I played it for an, two hours straight. <laughs> I mm. didn't stop. I, yeah, I literally played the entire game through in two hours. Sounds healthy. Uh, yeah, probably. But when you're a sailor, you get used to not sleeping and staying up at odd hours in the night. So it's whatever. And um, uh, committing treason against your captain. Yeah, sometimes, especially if we don't like him. Sometimes we, we, we plan when we're going to throw him overboard. And mm -hmm. yeah. Isn't there a but word for that? <laughs> Is it just insurrection? Random. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. But, um, yeah. I feel during... like I've heard a pirate say, well, it's blank then. And I'm not talking about treason, Palpatine. But go on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I played it two hours straight. Um, and it, it's, um, I don't know, it's just really profound, like you're going through it and you kind of feel like you're going through your life, like all the emotional mm. ups and downs and just pushing through like the very ending of the game. I'm not going to spoil it, um, but it's very um, heartbreaking in a way, but it's also encouraging. Well, thanks for spoilers. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> Well, make sure you have that that one guy with his flag with the whole spoiler, spoiler, watch mm -hmm. out. <laughs> oh, that was more than one person. <laughs> that was everyone um, in the Discord. Everyone. It was like every person coming at every second. I was like, please relax. Then that one person I tried to get help from, that was you know being that, very weird. You know what that reminds me of? That that meme where what's one opinion that will put you in this situation and it's like the cat with a bunch of knives pointed at it. <laughs> oh my god. That was, yeah, that's yeah, really so where's the secret office space? Hashtags one more morning! Just like everything. <laughs> Get the disinfected! Like just, just, just like running around freaking out trying to like cover up any mention of the word. <laughs> I've never felt so like, and it wasn't even like it was angry. I just never felt so looked at in my entire life. Like everyone in the stops what they're doing, staring at me, just like, did he just say the forbidden words? Yeah, Voldemort. <laughs> they literally dogpiled you. That's kind of a sad sight to see. Yeah, I mean, I've just learned to break the game myself to find my answers now. But you were finishing up with Journey and talking about oh. the emotional ending. Yeah, so um, without going into much detail about it, um, the, the ending is, is very empowering, I would say. Um, I, I will just say I definitely recommend if you have two hours or less or more, if you want to explore more, I would definitely download it and try it out. Uh, that game company, they are a small company. Um, but they have beautiful ideas, and they execute it very, very well. So I would highly recommend playing both Sky and Journey and any of the other games that they come out with. Support them. Yeah. Um, well, since since you had some insight on Journey, I'll give a little of my a beginner a beginner's guide to Sky. And by beginner's guide, I mean a beginner's opinion. I don't know why I said that, because I'm weird. But... Basically, it's like I imagine the graphics are similar based on what he said. But in this game, you're a bunch of spirit children. And I guess I didn't pay much attention to the main story. I'm not going to lie to you. But I think the goal there is that you're being sent there to kind of revive all of the spirits that came down to this land that's like forgotten. And you're bringing them all back to life. And you can interact with them. And, like, I'm not going to talk much about the main plot line so I don't have to put a spoiler warning because I don't feel like it. But there isn't much story. The whole idea is you collect candles, which are kind of like a currency, and you can uh, unlock cosmetics, um, like items, spells, and emotes. And the real focus of the game is interacting with people. Yeah. And, gosh, it's just so... It's like the closest thing to hanging out with someone. Like Minecraft gets it pretty good, you know, like kind of being there with someone. But Sky, like you can't hug somebody in Minecraft. You can't like give them a high five. You can't do like a little secret hand. I mean, it's not secret handshakes that I know of. But you don't, you don't know that. 
um <laughs> you can like get, you can hold someone's hand and guide them places you can give someone a piggyback ride and guide them places like it's just it's just very good with interacting and yeah. the longer you play the game the more cosmetics you have the more you can combine them to make different things like me i rock the plague doctor look because i've got a nice wide brimmed yes. hat and a like a beak mask kind of feel going on yeah. and um this new season just gave me all the stuff i needed to complete that look and i just i'm just rocking it right now and not only that like back to what you said like with the interactions you actually feel like you're you're there yeah you know what I mean? like even though there's a distance between you and that other friend you know a hug can actually feel like an actual hug you know what yeah. i mean like they do really good within capturing mm -hmm. the emotion with it so that's what i that's why i can't stop playing <laughs> i'll just get on just go do a couple candle runs and you can just really get lost in the beauty of the game yeah it like, doesn't matter how many times you go through it the area is still just as beautiful because yes. um, it kind of, I feel like with other games where the focus is not on the landscape, even if the landscape looks pretty, it kind of loses its nuance because it's not the focus. It's just like, oh, I'm going from point A to point B. This is in between. This game, you're supposed to focus on the environment because there's wide, unavoidable camera pans when you go into a lot of areas that force you to look at it. <laughs> Sometimes it's very annoying. Like this one particular like area. Oh. <laughs> yeah, please, developers, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, because I'm very important and popular, please get rid of the mandatory cutscenes in the prairie. If not prairie, it is, is it? Prairie. Uh, if, if if I've already gone through the prairie, I should not have to look at that animation ever again. <laughs> Because somebody else will light something, and it gives me, like, a 45-second cutscene of slowly panning towards yeah, a thing, and all these weird creatures fly out, and it's just, like, creatures of light. And I'm, like, leave us creatures of light. Easy, I just, I just want to be left alone. <laughs> right. And not to mention the manta ray that just comes and kidnaps uh, you every freaking time. It actually hasn't gotten me a lot, but it's <laughs> happened to me at least four times since the first time. I'm, like, boy... You just, like, appeared out of the ground, swept me off my feet against my will, didn't even take me to dinner, and just, like, tried right. to sweep me up to the top of this mountain. Like, I can didn't you, ask for can that. Can you me first? Can you, like, take me out? Can you Wait five seconds. Was? You just want to jump right into it. Like, I'm not ready. Chill out. Exactly. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't know who you are. You've been following me for about 30 minutes now. I just need you to leave me alone. You're a wizard, Billy. That's the energy I'm getting from that. But, yeah, Sky, it's great. Highly recommend it. And it's funny is that when I first started playing it, when I saw the wings, like, because the wings look, it's weird. The wings kind of look like a cape, and they basically are a cape. If you go along, it's like, because items you get are capes that replace the wings. Yeah. And that uh, like immediately reminded me of one shot, which I didn't talk about much in the last one. I didn't want to spoil it. Uh, hopefully, yeah. if you heed my opinion at all and you went and played it, then this won't be a spoiler. But I'll still put a spoiler warning. If you, you know, you know, just, just play it and it won't be an issue. Just, just do what you have to do. Like, you're just a bad person if you don't. It's just a joke. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Spoil warning. Warning. Hashtag redacted. That's a joke. <laughs> so, I highly recommend you play One Shot. And um, the characters that it reminds me of are these two bird characters in it. They're brothers and sisters. And they, they like, have hands and legs. Bird legs, mind you. But, like, their wings are, like, a cape that goes over their shoulders, like a shawl. And yeah. it's the same exact... It's almost the same exact thing. If you took a character from... If you took one of those characters and put them in Sky, they would look like they belong there. Which yeah. is why, um, Sky, I'm looking at you again. You need to collab with OneShot. You're both fairly small gaming companies. It would give you both some attention, right? I mean, I don't know. I just want you to do it, so I'm giving you any reason I need to give you. But it would it be really cool. That would be perfect. We need cat we, representation. Really? Now. We only have one 
cat representation and you know that that's not enough which one are you talking about anubis anubis is a cat i think wait hold on i think i feel like i i feel like i feel like you're right (laughs) no i I think it's a dog it's the cat i'm pretty sure it's a dog yeah, Anubis is Anubis is a dog. A dog depicted as a protector of graves as early as the first dynasty. Anubis is also an embalmer associated with brother blah blah blah. What papa what what pet guy face dude? Um, yeah, they're dogs. Oh, well, that completely destroys my idea of your Anubis being Beerus. Well, but... he still looks like him because <laughs> of the ears. Yeah, yeah. I just um, Dang, I'm sorry to burst your little bubble there. It's okay. I've been wrong about a lot of stuff. I'm used to it. I thought you were going to say I've been wronged before. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wee, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, Sky. No, sorry. Sky, you know what? You're cool and all, but, like, I'm not talking about you anymore. Talking about one shot. So this game, my favorite RPG ever. Good luck, world, in replacing that. <laughs> I'm trying to knock it off its pedestal because it's just, it's a cute game. Like, that's not, that's not a good way to describe it. It's a very, it's a nice little world that they build with, like, three major sections that have different color schemes. And it all has this kind of, like, it's almost kind of cavey energy to it. Like, it always feels like there's something dark overhead. Um, I'll give the basic plot. That's not too much of a spoiler. You find out in the beginning of the game. Basically... Basically, you, you, it seems, are playing as a little cat guy, I'm sorry, genderless cat, that I will stop forcing my opinions about on other people. But for the purposes of this, because you're intended to choose for yourself, I am going to speak as though it is me playing. Mm-hmm. And I think, I see, I think Nico's a little cat boy. He just has that energy about him. It just mm-hmm. seems like he's got that little tinge of masculism to him, in my opinion. And um, he, he's like, you you wake up in this room, and like, you have to find out how to get out of it, and you find this like light bulb, and you use it to get out. And then you find this robot, which is called ProfitBot, which teaches you about what's supposed to be going on in the world. And the basic premise is, Nico is the messiah. We find out his name is Nico. And he's, like, the messiah to save this world that they're in. And you find out that you're not just, you know, playing the game. It breaks the fourth wall immediately and establishes Majorly. <laughs> majorly and establishes you as the god of that world. And also doxes you. So I was playing it with TC here recently, and um, it just legitimately said the full name on her computer out loud and her response was pretty entertaining especially since i had forgotten (laughs) that it did that i think that (laughs) i couldn't even say anything else i think that was the most unfiltered reaction i've ever heard from you (laughs) um yeah uh but yeah, it says your name off your computer. It just breaks the fourth wall left and right, right out of the bat, and establishes you as, like, a deity, a god that he talks to, and he can talk with you. Like, he'll stop and just talk to you sometimes. And you find out that light bulb you found is the sun that's meant to save that world. Um, and you're supposed to get it to the tower, put it at the top, and it's supposed to restore the light and bring the, you know, give him a chance again. But as you go along, you're given little hints that there's some kind of corruption going on. It's like affecting the world. You can kind of think yeah. of like from Metroid 3 corruption. Um, and other, some people are saying that sun's not going to change anything. Like this corruption is going to kill us anyway. And you're just making your journey there. You're growing closer and closer with Nico and meeting people that's adding death to this world. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what? I'm just going to say it. This is where the spoiler warning is going to come in. So you get to the end and you are then told by the entity, which is this being that's kind of 
seems more like you than the character in a game. It's like kind of outside of the game, but in it and controlling it, where it knows what's going on and talks directly to you about Nico. And he reveals to you at the end that you have to choose to either save Nico or save the world. If you put the sun in, Nico will be stuck there. If you smash the sun, the world will die and Nico can go home. So it's an emotional journey. Like, up until that point, and you have no reason to be too worried about stuff. Ooh, puzzle here, puzzle there. And then stuff gets real, real, real fast. I just said real, real, real fast. So it's crazy. And I knew just from, like, conversations we had about games and things that we like and the music we enjoy, I was like, I knew TC would like this to the point where I didn't tell her anything about the game until she played it. Not a word. Yeah, and, <laughs> Almost. And I went into it completely blind, and I have to say, it's playing that last playthrough where it got Ooh, where things what's got maybe real not, real. Let's not take too much about that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't say too much, but I will say it definitely will tug at the heartstrings. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And the first time I played it, I misinterpreted what was going on. And we did it again, I was like, oh, oh, even darker. Great, gotcha. I'm glad that I know that now. We, But um, I'll just say, if you are going to play it yourself, a little word of advice. If someone's been telling you to check the files in your computer for answers to puzzles the whole game, and you get an ending you don't like, Take a look and see if you can find the save data. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yep. So, um, there's a lot to explore. I'll just say, for a game called One Shot, it sure is replayable, wouldn't you say, TC? Yes, and I would also say that in order to get, like, the real ending of it, you would definitely have to play through it more than one. Mm-hmm. To get a any kind of somewhat satisfactory closure to yeah. poor, poor little Nico in the world that he grew to love. I think that's the true like beauty of it is that the intention of the world is to make you fall in love with it and to make you fall in love with Nico just to be forced to choose between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I have to say, whenever I first played through it, it was a tough decision to make because they didn't make it like this desolate, desolate, emotionless world. Like they actually added death to the characters. Like they had, they all had their little quirks and stuff. Even like the robots were funny. Yeah, <laughs> hello person. <laughs> hello human. Yeah, hello person. <laughs> Oh my goodness, and the conversations between some of the characters are just absolutely, it's pure comedy. I enjoyed it a lot. Oh my gosh, the one where he, um, the person had like a TV for a head, and he, <laughs> and he was, the person's talking about robots, and he's like, aren't you a robot? He's like, no. No. <laughs> he's like a question mark, and he's like, that? he's like, I have a TV for a head, and he's like, what does that have to do with anything? And it's just awkward silence. And he just, like, several panels back and forth of nothing. And he says, never mind, and walks away. He <laughs> just walks away. I love the way. cat noises. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? And I think you voiced it, too, which made it so much funnier. <laughs> because in the first playthrough, I was voicing Nico as Bane because I'm a horrible person. Oh my god. <laughs> but it was amazing. <laughs> TC, I have to go pee pee. Well, take care of yourself, Nico. You're, you're, you're a kid, you're nine years old, you can do it. I believe in you. TC, what is that man? Who is that magical man? <laughs> talking over the phone. It's just me. Oh, hello, magical man. I told you. I, it's just really hard for me to talk to you. I, I've been in a situation with someone real similar to you, and I, I, just, I just can't do this again. It's okay, magical man. I love you. That's great, Nico. That's great. That's what he said, too. 
Right, come on, come on, Nico. Let's let's leave him be. Let's, let's continue on. <laughs> he was he, he's just gonna be okay. He's gonna be okay. <laughs> <sighs> are, are you all composed? You're good. Yeah, I just I just can't look at him. Not again. I, I understand. I understand. We're, he, he's gonna be okay. I promise. Okay. 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 <sighs> okay. Okay. I have to be strong in his memory. Mm -hmm. I have to do it. That's what he would want. That's what he would want? Yes. He said he wouldn't forget me. I can't. I have to be strong for him. Yes. And for Silver. Best oh girl. Gosh, yes. Oh my goodness. You know, the, the last run, the mm -hmm. entire time, <laughs> it just—it's funny to me because the the whole time we didn't we didn't we knew her name because obviously you know you have to play through once to get through it. But the yeah, time, we went the whole thing without asking her name. Not once. He just called. He just called the pink haired lady. Oh That's no no! We called a robot lady. <laughs> Robot lady, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the very end, she's like, "It's silver." <laughs> he, just had this he didn't even say anything. He's just like, "Oh, okay." I think he just had that neutral cat face with nothing attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to say, um. It's probably bias, uh, but my favorite character, um, and I, I hate that I can't remember his name, but the elevator oh, guy. Oh, I don't think he has one. No? I think he just, I don't think he does. I think his name's like elevator or something. Well, I can find out. I have my um, <laughs> GPS smartphone or something here that, you know, we're out in the sticks. We're pretty deep in, but, oh, I'm sorry. No, we're in a cave now. My bad. That's my mistakes. <laughs> Um, I'm a little delirious. The seawater is still, um, I guess it's still affecting me. It's okay. It, it happens to the salt puppies. It's all good. Salt puppies. I just ate hush puppies today. Are they like kind of like hush puppies, salt puppies? Um, sure, if you want to think of it that way. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, elevator guy. I would have to say he's my favorite just for the one wholesome moment. Where he literally waited for Nico to finish his sleep, and mm -hmm. he waited by the elevator and held the door for him, and he was just like, and Nico goes, "Were you waiting there the whole time?" And he's just like, "Yeah." I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a wholesome moment because he was like, "Well, you're the Messiah. I can't just abandon you, basically." Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. I think. I think that did happen. I think I told you to do that on purpose because then did I remember? I forget if I remembered or not. I think you did. Oh yeah, I said go and sleep first, right? <laughs> you set me up. <laughs> but the thing is you didn't have a choice. You would have had to have done it earlier. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But still definitely recommend playing one shot. It was an experience for sure. Oh, and if you're yeah. not like me, that takes, you know, hours to figure out one puzzle, you might get through it rather quickly. <laughs> right. I um, let's just say she had the luxury of having someone who's played it before um, making some pointers when it got to the point of, oh, my gosh, please let it end the misery. <laughs> but um, so. Is this canon? OK, so he's known as Mr. Lamplighter. Maintenance guy and plight. Where? Where did it ever say his name is plight? Plight almost. I feel like I've seen maintenance guy. I feel like they because Nico called him that. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> he called them both of those things. But plight? That's a new one. Oh, apparently he was the designated comic relief character. I think he was just called... I think the... It looks like the... The developers just referred to him as that. I think that's how they found out his name. Oh, wait. Okay, so Plight's real name is Sebastian. So how did we get the name Plight in the first place? 
I don't know, but I also love how one of the trivia is Flight almost swore right in front of Nico. <laughs> and he said fudge instead. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, goodness. I also will say, as a retail worker, I can relate to the part where he says, Wait, but if I die, I can't go to work. <laughs> me trying to convince death to let me stay on Earth. If I die, I can't go to work. <sighs> yeah, it reminded me of that when it said plight never finished high school. It's like, yeah, that sounds like um a lot like Burger. Was it Burger? What was his name from Undertale? You know who I'm talking about? The cat dude? Oh, um... I think his name was something Burger. Don't, don't give me the lion. Burger I have Pants. No idea. Burger Pants. Oh, there he there is. You go. <laughs> oh my gosh. When I was, um... Oh... Well, the story involves... I won't go into detail. It involves somebody I don't talk to anymore. Use your imagination. Viewer, listeners, you have a... You won't connect the dots, but I have mentioned them before. But I was talking to them about how when you look at some things it says about Burger Pants, it's literally me because he was 19. Um, retail worker. Wanted to die. <laughs> And suffered from extreme anxiety to the point where he was just unraveled. Yeah. Much like myself. Well, it's no wonder Undertale was probably that popular outside of other reasons. Yeah, I think there was a quote he had made where, um... So... If you know anything about the genocide route of Undertale, I won't go into any, yeah, no, I won't go into any detail. I'm just gonna say in the genocide route of Undertale, um, there's a point where you threaten him, and he says something along the lines of, um, "I can't go to hell. I have work, or like I have no soul, or something like that." I think he, I already sold my soul to, or I have work on Monday. I think is what he says, something like that. Um, hold on, let me just find it. I have my uh, GPS smartphone here. You know, just uh, keep navigating through this cave for me while I do that. I don't want to, like, trip and fall. Well, I'm a navigator of the sea, not of caves. Yeah, well, you have navigator in your name, which is more than me. So you're, we're just going to have to trust your expertise on this one. All right, I guess. It's not like I have any landmarks to go off of other than pure darkness. Oh, no. Oh, no, we're falling. Oh, no, the rocks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! See you next time on King's Kitchen Podcast! A bit dramatic, are we? It's just a pothole. Um. Oh. So you're right. I fell about a foot. <laughs> I, I closed my eyes. So, um, I didn't, um. This is embarrassing. And it's okay. It's, uh, it's okay. Let's just keep going. I do see a light at the end of this tunnel, I think. Well, that's good, because I'm getting about sick of this tunnel, to be honest. I'm getting a bit about sick of you. <laughs> oh, I found a worm. Kind of oh, gross looking. Yeah. Kind of like you. Yeah. I kind of, no. <laughs> good one there. <laughs> anyway, let's get out of this... Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, daylight. Hooray, look, civilization and the oh. McDonald's. Uh, I guess we got to go back. Uh, it's so much better in nature, to be honest. You but know I guess what? the city is cool. Yeah, let's go back, huh? Yeah. All right, back well, you... water? Um, we do have to find it first. So we can either go around the cave under the cave, through the cave. Um, we'll leave that to uh, well, you guys. Leave in the comments which one you think we should do, and uh, we'll let you know next time how that went. Next time, you yeah. have our. Um, whenever we find our way back, um, we'll let you know how it went. All right. So. Uh, well, if we don't come back, that means we got lost. And remember what I said at the beginning of the our little conversation here.
he kidnapped me. Mm. I was brought here against my will. Remember that. Mm. Yeah, see, it, see, look at that. Look, he's writing. Do not forget me. Remember what I said. Good night. <laughs> Help me, please. <laughs> um, see you guys next time on King's Kitchen. Um, Bye bye. Slow my head round, you can hear the next snap I've begun to wear down, fear the steer won't last Need to summon my power, need to feel the whole back, yeah, yeah Motives, motherfuckers looking kind of bogus. Ay, 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 need a reason to steep in your moment till it flees like a leaf from the lotus. Ay, 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 ay. Wanna eat from the belly, get a beast, carcass. Enemies wanna try me with the shits. Got a swap for the gods who on top and get black XO till they finally get a ditch. Motherfuckers want it. End up straight up in the kaiju, stomach from the bayou, summit you, bummy, let me buy you something, big buddy, right by you, stunning, still screaming.